The journey of life is too complex and spiritual to be lived from your sensory perceptions. You're welcome to Love Life City, where we live life by the Holy Spirit. To raise men with the capacity to love genuinely both God and humanity through insight, discipleship, and fellowship. This message will set you up for a balanced lifestyle here on earth. Listen and be blessed. Romans 5 and verse 5. We're going to stop here because of time. Romans 5 and verse 5. Um, the reason why we make emphasis or we put so much emphasis on encountering the Lord, having an encounter with God, coming to the fullness of the knowledge of God, knowing God so much so that the knowledge you have of God begins to constrain you. The reason why we make so much emphasis on that is because when you encounter God, it becomes your reality. You become what you have encountered. This thing we are talking about love, love, love. When you encounter God, you become exactly this love we are talking about. And this is the this is the technology that God designed and put on your inside to deliver you from mediocrity and smallness. Let's read Romans 5 verse 5. For time's sake. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans Verse 5 says something. It says, And hope make it not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. If you read the preceding verse, it says, For when we are without strength, Christ came, Christ was manifested unto us, and in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will die one one will will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But it says, But God commended his love towards us. Somebody say, For God commended his love towards us. In that while we are yet in us, look at that. Christ died for us. Verse 9 says, For much more than much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to god by the death of his son much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life and not only so but we also joy in god through our lord jesus christ by whom we have now received atonement wherefore as by one sin one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men. For that all for that all have sinned, for that all have sinned, alright, but in sin is is okay for, for, for okay, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until this law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Verse 14 says, Nevertheless, death reigned. From Adam, this is a long read, but I want to pick a point here. Mm. Hallelujah. Verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made what? Righteous. So I want you to understand that when the love of Christ came to us, according to verse 5 of this scripture we just read, verse 5 of verse 6 and verse 7. When the love of Christ came to us, it made us to become 
the righteousness of God. The love of Christ was expressed by his death. But that, that death, that expression of love, came so that we can be changed. Jesus did not die so that he can be in history. He died because he wants you to become like him. By one man's sin, death reigned. Also by one man's righteousness. Has life come to reign internally? So if we are made sinners by Adam, by the righteousness of Jesus, we are also made righteous. We are also made to look like him. Praise the Lord. Are we together? I said, are we together? So, that is one of the reasons why we, we, are, we always emphasize on people having encounters with the love of Christ. Because as soon as you come into the love of Christ, you have an encounter with his love, or his love is being understood by you, or you come into the, a, a revelation of his love for you, you will become the express image of that love. Am I communicating here? You will become that love walking around. You become the, the love of Christ himself walking around. And this is one of God's strategy to deliver you from mediocrity and smallness. So, we'll read the scripture quickly. John chapter 3 and verse 16. John 3 and verse 16 where the Bible says, For God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes him will not perish but have, what? Eternal life. Now, when the Bible says, for God so loved the world, he's the God kind of love. Are we together? The movement should be minimized. The God kind of love is the type that can change the world. When you receive the God kind of love, it changes you and makes you operate like God. I used to say this several times. I tell people, I said, are you aware that sometimes God is not giving you certain levels of authority and power and graces because you have not encountered his dimension of love or a certain dimension of his love. For instance, now somebody here, God gives you the power as soon as you do like this. Anybody that is around you that you want to die will just fall down and die. I tell you, all of you walk out from this place straight to your village. Target that man's house that is called your uncle. And target that woman that you know that you people are not, you, your parents have told you several times that the reason why your family is not rich. So you just go there. <clears throat> Everybody will start falling down. But God will not give you such level of power and such level of authority. Even though he has made you to be like him. But he won't give you such level of power until he has brought you to a dimension of encounter with his love. With his love. God told me. He says, I cannot give you fact the extent of how much of power I can put on you is a function of how much revelation you have of my love. So he told me. So anybody who has the gift of the Spirit and operates the gift of the Holy Ghost, but has not encountered truly what the love of Christ is, and therefore he cannot express or reflect this same love. That person, the Bible says that all the things he has and all the things he's doing is nothing. 
is, is regarded as nothing. So you can see miracles. Amen. God can, because you have the gift of healing, God can heal somebody around you. God can deliver somebody around you. God can cause miracles to happen for his glory's sake and for his name's sake, not for your sake. Because for, from what you are doing, he sees it as nothing. You are not doing anything. It doesn't make sense to him. And there, there are mentions to carrying the presence of God. There's a dimension of God's presence that's a gift. But there's a dimension of God's presence that is his glory. Are we together? God can give a man a gift and a man can perform a lot with his gift. But there's a dimension of God that he doesn't give to just everybody. It's a dimension of his glory. Scripture says, my glory I will share with what? Eh? My glory I will share with no man. Very simple. What that means is that there is a dimension of God that he cannot share with a man that chooses to operate like a man that is still sensual that is still prone to many falls and faults and errors that is prone to many weaknesses there are dimensions of his glory that he can't put on a man until that man begins to look like God Please, are you here? Are we together? He can give you a gift. But if you want, you want, you want a, see, yeah, you want his, his glory to rest upon your life. You have to behave like a God. You have to become like a God. No wonder Moses could talk to God and change his mind and even interact with him. And God could show Moses his glory. God could show Moses a dimension of his glory. I'm sure you know what God showed Moses was not all of himself, was a part of himself, was the back. And he could show Moses that. Do you know why? Are you aware that the reason Moses could have such kinds of intimacy with God was the kind of heart he had for the people? Are you aware? So you want to encounter a dimension of God's power that will make people look at you and, and be like, where is this one from? It is, it is in his love. If you have not encountered his love and you have not become an express reflection of his love, you can't come into that power. In fact, he gauges your love for him by your love for others. So he can't bring you into a dimension of power with him until he is sure that you are genuinely in love. Genuinely in love with people. Are we together? So what does God do? He gives you the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, if you read from verse 19. Verse 22 talks about the fruits of the Spirit. You can open your Bible. And the fruit of the Spirit is summed up in one thing. Open your Bible, everybody. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. He says, and now the fruits of the Spirit is love. Every other thing that was mentioned there was a product of one fruit. Are we there? Let's read. Just read the first two lines. Let's read all together. Galatians 5 verse 22. Can we do that now? Quickly. 
Okay, let's be together. Are we there? If you are not there, I'm supposed to punish you. Because you don't come to church without your Bible. The fruit. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Let's read together. 1, 2, 3, go. Wait. You guys are not reading the way I want you to read. Please, let's read again now. I'm going to read all together and read loud. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Let's do that. 1, 2, 3, go. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Yeah. Okay. Okay, stop there. Amen? Now, the fruit of the Spirit is love. That's the first thing that was mentioned because that, that personality of the Spirit carries all other characteristics. When a man carries every, this thing called love, when a man encounters the love of Christ, every other thing, every other thing will be expressed. Patience, faithfulness, long-suffering, goodness, every other thing. And you know, did you know that all of these things that were listed is so that people can have good relationship with, with people and not with God? Are you getting what I'm saying? Because automatically, if you have good relationship with people, you are going to have a sweet relationship with God. Some of you, the reason why you cannot pray long was because they broke your heart two months ago. And you feel that the world is wicked. Even God begin to say, oh God, where are you? God, where are you? When they took my heart and dashed it on a rock. Lord, I thought you are my solid rock. You, have you noticed when you have issues with somebody, it's even difficult for you to pray. It's how you are designed. And when you even decide to pray, your prayer doesn't go anywhere. Because that's how God designs it. Because once you come into the revelation of his love, it will change the way you relate to other people. And that's all you need for you to become great. Now, let me get back to the reason why we are talking on this topic. You know, today's topic is for love's sake, reject smallness, right? Somebody say, for love's sake, reject smallness. Now, when the love of God comes in your heart, it will prevent you from attempting things that are below excellence and below greatness. The reason why people still struggle with mediocrity is because they've not encountered the love of God. So when the love of God comes in your heart, are you aware that you, you won't be behaving like a normal human being anymore? You will not see things like every other man sees things. What should get you angry will not get you angry. What should get you discouraged will not get you discouraged. Am I communicating here? Look at the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, gentleness. Okay, let's look at the fruits of the flesh, for instance. Look at the fruits of the flesh. I want to show you some of the things that makes people mediocre. The things that makes people end up in trenches. And makes people not go global. They are written there. Because your destiny has been designed to be great. Depending on how you are able to relate with people. Depending on how you are able to treat people. The greatness of your destiny is directly proportional to how you treat people. Write that down. If you see any man that is small in life, he always has a people problem. He always has a relationship problem. So when the love of God 
completely distills in your heart some of the things that were mentioned in verse 19 for instance was adultery adultery is a sin against god first or a sin against people is a sin against what people first am i communicating here another fruit of the flesh i'm just showing you that when the love of god enters you these are some of the things that it it rescues you from it rescues you from carrying out some of these things and when you are completely rescued from the fruits of the flesh from the things that make you a normal man you will now come to the dimension of a god man and when you are a god man there is no stopping you greatness is the end game you can't be small anymore what makes you small is because you have chosen to be a, a normal man you keep envy you keep malice adultery fornication like all that's what but when the love of christ you allow that love to change you the bible says the love of christ has been shared in our hearts by the holy ghost if you allow that love to transform you then you will be a normal man you can't be a normal man you can't behave like every other person else every every other person look at look at this look at the things that make people small the things that make people normal the things that make people mediocre the bible calls it the fruit of the flesh adultery fornication uncleanness lasciviousness somebody say lasciviousness I want to show you what it is. Lasciviousness is a behavior, sexual behavior or conduct that is considered crude and offensive or contrary to local, moral or other standards of appropriate behavior. You know when somebody becomes... Uh, I don't know if you have seen people... Amen? Have you seen guys? Let me start with guys so that you don't look at getting ladies. That when, you come, when they come around you, they are always... They are showing you that they have, that, that they have sexual appeal towards you. So you see a guy look, looking at you and he's blinking one of his eyes like this or he's licking his tongue okay there was i think there was a trend on tiktok one time where they showed they were telling they were teaching people how to seduce somebody else that they like and so they'll tell you blink your eyes two times lick your tongue do your face like this and dim your eye and once you do that the person will will catch the feeling amen if you stop doing like you go to church more than me are we together it's on tiktok I used to, I used to, I saw it. That's called lasciviousness. And then you see a lady, whenever she comes around, she dresses in a way that is sexually appealing. That lady has not met the love of Christ. Because if she has encountered the love of Christ, she won't be behaving like that. She won't try to deceive men. And listen, why do, and that act of the flesh is what makes you mediocre. That's why I said, for love's sake, if you allow, if only you can allow the love of Christ change you then you completely escaped smallness you've completely escaped mediocrity you've completely escaped being like your father and being like your mother you've completely escaped anything that will make you end up a beggar you've completely escaped it anything that will make you end up small you've completely escaped it because the fruits of the spirit is love when you have it you can't have these other ones when you have love you shouldn't have adultery you shouldn't have communication you don't have lasciviousness let's read more let's look at some of the things that you shouldn't have more things that you should have when you have this love of Christ in your heart. Verse 19 says, says lasciviousness, idolatry. So when the love of Christ has really come into you see, some people, do you know that their greatness ended? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are, some people, their greatness ended the day they somebody dashed them a car, or the day they touched their first one million. Are you aware? Are you guys here? Are you aware? Like I was, I was taking down memory lane. I think there was a time. There was a time Nigeria won the World Cup. And after we won that World Cup, we became so proud, so popular. I think it was around that same time they gave Nigeria the name Giant of Africa. Because we were winning and winning and winning. We had a lot of wins, you know. But after a while, they are flogging us. They are flogging us like babies. Why? 
when you have a problem with idolatry it means that you begin to exalt one thing above god above your time for god above your time with god you can be an you can be an idolater even with the right things some of you you are studying to pass an exam but that study you are studying is now taking that time that you are supposed to have regular for your time of prayer it's, it's called idolatry and if truly you have encountered the love of christ that thing called idolatry will not stay there and it is that thing that is called idolatry that makes a man small are you hearing what i'm saying yes, sir. the only thing that makes men small are the things that makes men behave like men but what makes a man above men is the thing that makes men behave like god and that thing is love when you see a man behaving like god acting like god talking like god is because he has encountered the love of god and that man will never be as small as any man you can't you can't you can't compare that man with one he will achieve accomplish things beyond other men because it's now like god, god can trust him with the resources of heaven someone faces after they got their first one millionaire they couldn't even let go of one millionaire it was too big a seed so they have planned they partitioned the money say 20 percent this one god you are going to take 10 percent i'm going to use this one and they were very meticulous are you aware that anytime you are very careful so that money will not finish that's when it finishes because are you hearing what i'm saying because you are it's as though you are idolizing the money and anything you put above the knowledge of god in your life god kills that thing do you understand what i just said now anything that begins to take you if it's a phone i told my brother one time if my brother has come i don't know whether it's fear or respect but if i tell him this one will happen it will happen i used to use it against him so he he doesn't look for my trouble if you see if my brother comes here he's a he's a rough person but when he comes around me he's very calm and gentle. because if i tell him because then we'll be talking and then he's pressing his phone i'll be sleeping at night and he's making call calling one girl i'll just wake up and say um winner <laughs> your phone is about to spoil <laughs> and in two in two weeks it doesn't go beyond two weeks in two weeks his phone spoils it happened the first time happened the second time happened. so he be, anytime i he annoys me he was he will first of all beg me please my phone <laughs> because it was literally happening are you hearing what i'm saying anytime you idolize i just gave you that example but i'm just saying that that's how god feels whenever anything begins to replace him and takes your attention from him that's why that relationship you have been trying to make work has never worked because that's your boyfriend or that's your girlfriend has become your all in all so god looks at him and say you no more if you check any relationship and the guy is, is a, the guy is always after the girl, the girl is over. If they eventually married, give them some yes, they will divorce. No, because marriage is not supposed to be a relationship between just two people who love themselves, who are emotional about each other. Marriage is supposed to be a relationship between three people. You, God, and then your spouse. It's a threefold cord. The Bible didn't say twofold cord is not easily broken. The Bible says a threefold cord. So when I stand with my wife my wife we're about to be wedded my wife should be all of head over heels in love with god when i look at her her eyes should be full of tears in worship of god and when she looks at me i am lost in god and then two of us will meet there and then we can't quarrel here i'm talking to you about idolatry and this is one of the enemies to the love of christ in your heart and the enemy to your greatness because of idolatry many people have ended up small god ended you in that place or with that thing that you are worshiping you should have become richer than that but because you worshiped it it was hard for you to give a millionaire seat I, I thank god god helped me i got my first car most 4.5 million and 
God told me, give. I didn't know. God was trying to deliver me from idol worship. And thank God his love in my heart was bigger than any car. So he said, give that car away. And I struggled after a while. I had to give it. But as soon as I gave it, it was as though I opened the room for more encounters with God. Try this. Try this. If anything is taking your attention away from God, give it out. And when I say give it out, I'm not just talking about money now or, or phones. I'm talking about even if it's a relationship. There is a technology in God. The Bible says, it says, he that saves his life. Luke chapter 9 verse 49. He that saves his life will lose it. But he that loses his life will save it. So there's a technology in God that anytime you want to worship something, you lose it. But whenever you lose those things in worship of God, they will start chasing you. Are we together? So that's why if you're looking at me now, no money is too big to give to God. No money. No money. Until you can get to that point where the love of Christ is bigger than any temptation, anything, you are not yet ready for greatness. Somebody say, for love's sake, reject smallness. Say it again. Say, for love's sake, reject smallness. Another thing that was listed here is witchcrafts. Now, witchcraft is not just only when you, you call somebody's name in, in a covenant and say, die, 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 die. Witchcraft is simply when you don't wish well for somebody else. That's witchcraft. Witchcraft is a product of wickedness. So every act of wickedness is witchcraft. When somebody is doing well and you have, you, because you are not doing well, you now, you are now, you now, you are now thinking, saying, oh, this guy, this guy, now, yahoo, yahoo, you do, yahoo, and then you are now even, you don't celebrate him. Even if he did yahoo, yahoo, celebrate him, you are wishing his downfall. See, there was something that happened to me. I'm going to tell you the truth. Something happened to me and my brother. And we were busy praying, Lord, please remember our family. We know say we don't suffer. Don't pursue money more than God. If you do it, money is like a bird. If you keep pursuing it, it will keep running. What you do is position for it. And if you're going to position for money, you have to position with the one who gives the power to make wealth. You don't go after wealth. You go after power. Are we together? Are we together? So, so I, 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 I told him this. I was talking about... Um, uh, we, there was a guy we used to know back then in school. He was repairing phones. Look at me, everybody. Look at me. Look up. He was repairing phones. All of a sudden, we just heard that he has blood. He's now in billionaire. And of course, he did Yahoo Yahoo. We know he was a Yahoo boy. But then we now heard that that uh, EFCC arrested him. We heard it. Me and my brother were there celebrating. You know? It was after I, I was celebrating for two days. I said, Kai, better for them. People, where they work hard, may they make money. This one go to find your court. That one, yeah, in open. I was, we were happy. It was on the third day that the Holy Spirit now came and whispered my ears, said, This is wicked. As, as soon as I heard this is wicked, I wanted to wear on my trousers. I felt very bad. I couldn't even tell my brother. I said, this thing we are doing is bad. Because I was the first person. for you good. Ah, see, this guy has been, ha, ah, wicked guy. EFCC, deal with him. Don't give, you know, EFCC arrest somebody. They seized the, the people's car. They seized all his cars, all his five cars that I was, I was admiring. They took all of them and I was happy. It was later I now reflected. The Holy Ghost, he may told me this is wickedness. I saw the picture of how I behaved. And I saw, I, 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 say, I saw myself behaving like a witch. I asked God for mercy. <laughs> if God gives my kind of person like that, then the power gives me authority for great. Are you aware that I will use it? That, that's why he can't give it to me. 
instead of me to use it for his right, I'll use it to and buy a car so that I can be like that guy, or I'll be trying to compete with that guy. Am I communicating here? That's what I would do. And so he don't he can't bring me to that level. So he the first thing God gives you is love. He's he's himself. He reveals himself to you so that you can become like him. And then when you are like him, everything that answers to him begins to answer to you. When you have the fruit of love, idolatry will not be saved. Witchcraft will not be saved. When anybody's making proof, you'll be genuinely happy for them. If something bad happens to somebody, you will not say, ah, now because it's tough, they come church. You'll be genuinely sorry for them. That, that's a sign that you are, your heart has changed. You're not like every other man. You are now a man of God. Are we communicating? Let's see the next thing that makes people end up as mediocres. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. See, witchcraft is very close to hatred. Variance, that is quarrel. You know, there are people who say, listen, I don't know what example to give, but if the love of Christ has really entered into you, have you heard somebody say, I hate Boko Haram? How many of you have heard something like that? How many of you have ever said, I hate Boko Haram? Okay, you said it. So how about you say, I love Boko Haram? Because God loves them. How would you feel about yourself? <laughs> Very awkward. You will feel like a terrorist yourself. But that is exactly the position God wants you to have. That's not what a normal man... Okay, one of the times I've had a discussion with my late mother in the Lord. She was my spiritual mother, but she's, she's died. She has died now. And she was asking all of us a question. She asked all of us this question and he, he was mad. It was, it was funny. And it was, it was crazy. Because then we are in Kano. Remember, I grew up in Kano. I was born in Kano. And in Kano, Boko Haram massacre we literally we see people that were bombed people who died from terrorist attack we literally saw it every time are we together the woman was asking says ahem say all of you called all of us we are young boys about seven or eight of us so all of you i want to ask you a question if i give you or we give you a knife now and you see a boko haram member or one of the persons that killed your sibling or killed a member of your family and the person comes to you and you are giving the person is arrested and you're giving knife to kill this person how many of you will kill this person? Oh boy, everybody raised their hand. I say, Jesus, see the people where. <laughs> Amen. I say, see the people where me and them they follow. Everybody. Funny enough, actually, the woman said, even if it's me, I will kill. That's what she said. But me, I, I found it hard to accept. I was the only one that actually said, I will not. They laughed at me. Said the violent, right from the day of John the Baptist, the violent taken by force, uh, take it by force. See, according to scripture. The Bible says, love even who? Your enemies. You think it's cheap? It's not. So you know this guy killed somebody that is close to you, but you can't hurt him. You are compelled to still love him because the Bible says so. And when you can live like that, <laughs> you will now come in touch and in contact with the things that only deities come in contact with. I prophesy to someone under the sound of my voice, you are about to enter into a realm of uncommon greatness. Amen. If your amen is louder, you take the delivery of it now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's quickly rush. Variance, quarrelsomeness. People who are always like, in, they always want to quarrel. That thing is a sign that this person has not encountered the love of God. The n- next thing that was mentioned here was emulations. Emulations, wrath, strife, sedition. I wish I can explain all of these things. I wish I can explain all of these things. Let me just explain emulations. Emulations is simply efforts to match or surpass a person. Emulations is competition. So you just want to be better than this guy. I just want to be better than this guy. That's exactly what's happening in the East. 
If you go to the east, you see, everybody wants to make money so that they can be called Odogu. No, they don't care about you. They will do everything and anything. I was talking to somebody one day, um, two days ago in Lagos. He called me and said, Sir. <laughs> he said, Sir, what can I do for the enemy of my family to die? I said, Who is that enemy? He said, My younger, my elder brother. I said, how is your enemy? He said, he, he's, he's the one causing all this problem. He said, I'm sure the guy is to cause problem. He will come and tell us he's the one that did it. And currently, my younger sister says, I can't wait for this boy. This is his brother from another mother. Said, I can't wait for him to die. And I think there are only two boys, him and the guy. I told him, I said, the reason why God is not answering your prayer is because God doesn't want him dead. And even if God wants him to die, the right prayer you should be praying is, Lord, please save him and kill him. That's... <laughs> Are we together? That's the right prayer to pray. <laughs> if, you were, if you even want God to answer the prayer. But God will not answer that kind of prayer. Am I communicating here? I'm teaching you guys something. If you want God to judge your enemies, pray for God to save them. So God will quickly save them, they will escape hellfire, and then they will die. <laughs> but if you are praying, fall and die, fall and die. See, don't take what I'm saying seriously. Don't pray for people to die. It's wrong. Amen? You can ask God to judge them the way he wants. But don't pray for people to die. Don't do that. So I told him, I said, I, I just sensed in him. He was just trying. He didn't want anybody to compete with him. He wanted, even though the brother was actually wicked and doing evil. But, see, have you been to families where if one person builds, the other guy will go and plant charm? Competition. This thing is what makes people end up as mediocre. But for love's sake, reject smallness. Reject such lifestyle. There is a higher life. The only place you see hold up and competition. It's on the road. But if you choose not to take the road and you choose to take a flight, you will have a competitor. Help me tell your neighbor, take a flight. Say, take love's flight. Say, live a higher life. Shout the Lord as amen. So, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness. You're going to say a lot of things. So, even alcoholism is a sign that somebody has not really encountered a lot of But drunkenness and uh, okay, can I get like three reasons why people drink alcohol? Three reasons. Anybody? Three reasons why people drink alcohol. So I say I forget. I say, oh, yes, you. To calm down their anger. Okay, anything that motivates people to be drunk is a work of the flesh. Did you know what I just said? Now, anything that motivates a man to be drunk. Is a work of the field. One of the things that makes people to be drunk is social. People want to be amongst the social class. Wants to do whatever that person is doing. And that is not the lifestyle of a man who wants to be great. If the love of Christ has really distilled in your heart, you would not want to do what every person is doing. You will also want to compete with other people. You will not want to be in that category. And then when you, you differentiate yourself and live a higher life, greatness becomes the other day. Everything that is not love, everything that is not born out of love is born out of the flesh. And everything born out of the flesh will make you small. May God deliver us from smallness. Amen.
May God allow his love to distill in our hearts. So that what, the way people behave, the way normal people behave, we will behave beyond that life. And then we will attract greatness our, our way. Say the loudest amen. amen. Now say it with me. For love's sake, I reject smallness. Say for love's sake, I refuse to be a mediocre. Say for love's sake, I refuse to behave like every other person. I distinct myself. I attain the heights of deities. The height of a God. I am a God. I am a son of God. I will not die like a normal man. I will not die like a small man. Because of the love of Christ in my heart. My world will know me. My world will be better. Say the loudest amen. Thank you for listening. We know this powerful message by Pastor Emmanuel Azizor has blessed you in no small way. Kindly WhatsApp plus 234-701-652-3173 if you wish to give your life to Christ or share your testimonies with us. The number to WhatsApp is plus 234-701-652-3173. God bless you.